Welcome to Live, Behind the Veil, an atmosphere where men and women of God speak His Word to this age and bring His kingdom to this earth. Do you have ears to hear and eyes to see what God is doing in this hour? Let us join our host and the family's conversation as the Holy Spirit is unfolding the Word Behind the Veil. Welcome, everyone to this episode of the podcast. Today, we will be talking about how important forgiveness is and how it must be a part of our everyday life. The spirit of forgiveness must be in the hearts of God's family today. It's the heart of forgiveness that opens the door for God to forgive and to transform us into his very likeness. Without forgiveness, how could the family even function? Every one of us have a different background, a different thing we've come from, a different personality, different likes and dislikes. How can we come to a place in the family where we can truly operate and function as one? Now, I know it's the Holy Spirit, but I think forgiveness is a very big part of having the Holy Spirit operate in our lives. I think there there's a very definite reason why Jesus said, when you stand to pray, the first thing you do is forgive. Forgiveness positions us in a place where God can minister to us. Yes. He can impart to us. It puts us in a place of appropriation. We want to be totally vulnerable. Maybe it's a vulnerability unto God. Maybe it's a higher realm of faith in our making ourselves vulnerable to people and to situations, that our very vulnerability becomes our immunity. But if I get defensive, even if it's only inside, nobody sees it, where is that coming from? To make myself vulnerable in a certain situation Well, there's a part of me that finds that disgusting. But yet I see all of a sudden God speaking here tonight. Don't be afraid to be vulnerable. Right. Because your immunity and protection, if you're doing it in me and under me, your vulnerability becomes your protection. You have nothing to fear. My vulnerability is probably the quickest way to see changes happen in others that they may need to change. You know, I mean, I guess that's the whole revelation of forgiveness, that you forgive so that the other person can have enough freedom to change. There's a realm of being vulnerable before God, and we don't have to fear in that realm. I can be vulnerable. I think that becomes maybe the highest expression of God's nature through us and our confidence in God that I can make myself open and vulnerable in situations. Maybe there's a deeper maturity, a deeper level of God's heart that we make ourselves vulnerable unto him for his sake. Isn't that like when he said to lay yourself bare before him? Yes. God's power is perfected in weakness. Isn't it interesting that his power would be perfected in weakness because if you're vulnerable, those are probably the areas that you feel weak in. You have no confidence. 
when we talk about forgiveness, it's a place where you live. As he matures us, that's one thing that he does. He lays out there's a place for you to live that's closer to me if you'll get rid of these things. If you learn to forgive, you'll come closer to me because you'll learn my heart and not your own. If you want to walk in real deception, walk unforgiving. Even when you know to forgive, oh, man, he did it to me again. (laughs) Who? Well, you know, so-and-so, he ripped me off again. No, you didn't leave where you were living before. You were a sitting duck for God to say, play it again, Sam, till he gets the idea. (laughs) What is our desire to be in his presence? An unforgiving heart will never be in the presence of the Lord. A forgiving heart that you've appropriated from the Father, you've had imparted to you by your brothers and your sisters, imparted to you a forgiving heart. I'm just thinking when you were talking, Dale, (laughs) I don't know if this is an avenue of appropriation of his nature or not, but you come to the place where you're just so sick of your nature. It's just not worth not forgiving. It's so distasteful. I don't want to waste any more of my life. Why can't I walk by myself? Why do I have to have all you yahoos around all the time? (laughs) Why can't I just go out in the desert and figure all this stuff out and sit there and enjoy it? Why? It's because he created us (laughs) to need one another. Mm -hmm. And the stumbling block that that we're eliminating is the lack of forgiveness. Yep. This is in 1 John. Everyone who hates his brother is a murderer. And you know that no murderer has eternal life abiding in him. We know love by this, that he laid down his life for us. And we ought to lay down our lives for the brethren. If you're having trouble with forgiveness, lay your life down for. But how can we lay our life down unless we have the Lord impart it to us? I don't know how to lay my life down. I draw on him to be able to lay my life down. If I'm willing to be willing to die for my brother, to give everything in my heart to forgive my brother. You can't do that without the impartation of the Father's Spirit to you. Right. He controls all of the things, actually, that make him happy when he imparts them to you. Right. He's the one that's creating us. He knew us before we were born. Right. Actually chosen before we knew about being chosen. It's an interesting concept, but God takes things that he's created and keeps on creating us into what he wants. Exactly. The kingdom is relationships, and we will never get away from that. (laughs) It's about all of us together. (laughs) I think God brings us to moments by his spirit that we're able to choose. And that's the only time we can choose 
It's when God brings us to a defining moment and gives us the opportunity. Then we can say, Lord, I choose to lay down my life. Right. I would rather lay it down and be done with it. And we can say it a thousand times up to that moment. But when God brings everything together by his spirit, we're granted the opportunity to choose. And that's where we say, yes, Lord. I just love what you're saying, Roger. And I, I just think that at that moment that he creates, is that the moment of appropriation? I think so. Yes. I think that term appropriation is tossed around kind of freely, you know, because I don't think we can, we can say I appropriate, but we don't really appropriate until God has prepared our spirits. And then, and then just like that, our spirits take it. And it's not a big to do about beating our breast. It doesn't work. In that moment where we can choose, I think instantly our spirits appropriate it, and it's done that quick. God being rich in mercy because of his great love with which he loved us, even when we were dead in our transgressions, made us alive together with Christ, by grace you have been saved, and raised us up with him and seated us with him in the heavenly places in Christ Jesus, in order that in the ages to come he might show the surpassing riches of his grace in kindness toward us in Christ Jesus. This is where we're at, the Father being so rich in his mercy because of his great love with which he loved us. For God so loved us, he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believes on him, should not perish, but have everlasting life. In summary of today's podcast, we've seen that for God's family to exist today, we must live in that place of total forgiveness. In our weakness and vulnerability, his power is being perfected as our hearts simply live in that place of forgiveness. Experiencing the impartation of God's Word through His family is life. Has this time in His presence blessed you? Then please subscribe to our podcast at livebehindtheveil.com. If you would like to contact the family with questions or topics that you would like discussed, you can email them to livingepistles at livebehindtheveil.com. Stay connected, tuned in, and grow with the family as the Lord unveils His Word to us live behind the veil.